And now, on Prophetic Faith. gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another week's broadcast here prophetic faith i am pastor robbie barrett tonight we're going into a new series entitled a temporary solution now let me ask you a question are you one of those people and this is speaking to all of us now but are you one of those people that are always looking for a temporary fix a temporary solution in other words uh, i'm not interested in spending time here to figure out a long-term solution or anything I just want out of this are you going through a situation right now where you may be saying I just want out I don't want to know why I'm here I don't know what I'm doing I just want to get out of this mess well tonight I've got a message for you that is going to help you to get out and stay out let me say that one more time it's not it's not only going to help you get out it's going to help you stay out so let's get into this message, and I will see you at the end of the program. Alright, read at verse 7 right here. He said, unless I should be exalted above measure, this is Paul speaking, through the abundance of the revelations, there was given unto me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan, to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord, how many times? Three times, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. For in my strength, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Let me read that one more time. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Now, how many in here today can relate to this circumstance that Paul is in? That should be everybody in here. How many's prayed prayers? Lord, get me out of this. Raise your hand. Oh, yeah. Get me out of this. I want out of this. I want the pressure off me. I want this to go away. Get me out. And we beg and we plead and we do all these things to try to get God to pull us out of something. Now, so I guarantee you that you can relate to this. And as I said at the beginning of this message, if you have not been at that place yet, you will come to that place. So whether you're in it now or whether you're going to be in it, this message is for you today. What am I talking about? I'm talking about when you're in a place where you just want a temporary solution. I don't care about learning something. I don't care about what you're trying to show me. Just get me out of this. How many has ever acted that way? Come on. Yes. Every single one of us. We've all done that. We're, we're not interested in learning a life lesson or anything like that. We just want out, right? Lord, get me out. I can't take this. Get me out of here. I think this was kind of what Paul was dealing with at this time. Now, notice it says right here that he prayed three times. Lord, get me out of this. 
Why? Because this messenger of Satan was putting pressure on him. He was buffeting him. He was, he was uh, irritated. It's a, a thorn in the flesh. How many, how many knows what that's talking about? That's talking about something that just all the time is trying to agitate you. How many ever had that? Yeah. Something that the enemy sends that constantly... Uh, I, like to, I like to compare it to a gnat or a fly. Yeah. How many likes flies? I didn't see no hands this morning. No, I can't stand them. Why? Because it seems to me that they do absolutely nothing but bug you. Right? They just fly in your face and they fly all around you and they're trying to land on you and you can't focus and you can't concentrate because this thing, it just won't leave you alone. So this messenger of Satan, that's what he was doing. He was constantly poking and prodding at Paul to try to agitate him, to try to keep his focus off of what God was wanting to do. So Paul was sitting here and he's saying, Lord, you've got to get rid of this. I can't take this no more. I've got to get out of this situation. And so many times we can relate to that because we're, we're either you're there now or you're going to be in a situation where you just want out. So I call this a temporary solution. We want out without dealing with the issues of why you got there in the first place. Somebody say, come on. Why, what caused you to, to get into that place that you are now? All right. So listen to this. So he prayed three times. And this is where the religious world will chime in and say, you see there? Sometimes God does and sometimes He doesn't. Right? See, uh, see, even Paul, he prayed, he pleaded with God, but God said no. Sometimes, God, sometimes God's going to do something, sometimes He's not. But I beg to differ today. Let me tell you something. When you read this passage, don't get the picture that God was saying to Paul, I'm not going to answer your prayer. Because that's what the religious world will tell you. The some prayers that you pray, God's not going to answer them. When we know that the Bible says that whenever we pray according to His will, how should you be praying? According to what? His will. That the Bible says He hears us and He'll do what? He'll answer that prayer. Amen? So this is, not a, uh, this is not an example of somebody praying and pleading to God and God saying, nope, I'm not going to do it. But So what was he saying to Paul? This is what God was saying. He was saying, Paul, I'm not going to let you out until you learn what I want you to learn. Ooh, that's good. Let me say it one more time. What, what God was saying, He was not telling Paul, I don't care how much you plead to me, I don't care how much you uh, come boldly to the throne of grace, I'm not going to deliver you out of this. That's not what God was saying. He was saying, Paul, I'm not going to bring you out of this without you first learning what I'm trying to show you. Somebody needs to say amen on that. Because you see, let me tell you something, if you're in a situation right now where you've been, you've been pressing God, Lord, I want out of this. I want out of this mess. Why is things not turning around? Why is, you need to have a check on yourself and, and ask yourself, is God trying to show me something 
that I need to learn so that I can go to the next... Oh, come on now. So that I can go to the next level. Because that's what everybody's wanting, right? Lord, take me to the next level. Lord, uh, manifest these promises that you made me. Oh, let my dreams come true. Let my visions come to pass. That's what everybody's interested in. But a lot of times, if you're not careful, you just want a temporary solution to the things going on around you. I just want these things to go away. And you refuse to learn something that God is trying to show you. Ooh, somebody say glory. So this is what God was saying to Paul. He was not saying, Paul, I'm never going to answer this prayer, so don't even bother praying. No, he said, my grace is sufficient for you. What he was saying was, he said, Paul, I am not going to deliver you. I'm not going to give you a temporary solution. And I'm telling you today that God is telling a lot of you the same thing. I'm not going to just get you out of this without you learning what caused it, without you learning what I'm trying to teach you that's going to keep you in the next level. Come on, somebody. I'm not going to give it to you. Why? Because here's what's going to happen. See, again, I understand this. We just want out. We just want out of the problems, the pressures, the trials, whatever. I understand that. But here's what you've got to understand is that if you just have a temporary fix, you got to fix it again and again and again. Come on, somebody. And again. It's just a repeat. How many likes their life on repeat? No. Nobody. But I'm telling you right now, if you have that mindset, I, I just want a temporary solution. I just want out of this. Just get, I, don't care, I don't care what happens, just get this pressure off of me. If you've got that attitude, instead of saying, God, what are you trying to show me? What, what are you wanting me to learn in this season? What are you wanting me to learn in this trial that I'm in right now? If you don't do that, you're going to keep going through the same thing over and over and over. So God was saying, Paul, to keep you, to keep your life from being on repeat, I'm not going to answer this until you learn, come on, that my grace is sufficient. Somebody say amen. Mm. So let's go to Psalms 119.71. Look at this right here. It said, It was good for me that I had been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. Let me say that one more time because you might have a hard time understanding that. Because you may have thought, well, the psalmist made a mistake right here. There ain't no way he said that. Well, let's read it again. It was good for me. It was terrible that I went through that. It was terrible that this happened. No, that's not what he said. He said it was good that I went through those things. Why? So that I might what? Learn. That's the key word. If you're in your Bible, underline that, by, underline that word learn right there. And if you can't write in your Bible... Put that one on a shelf. I heard a preacher say at one time, he said, if you can't write in your Bible, retire that Bible and go get you one you can write in. Underline that word, learn. Why was it good that I was in that circumstance? So that I would what? Learn. Say that with me. Learn. 
God, why, do, why am I not out of this? Why do I keep going through this? Why, do, why does the pressure still stay on me? I just want out of this. Because a lot of times we are refusing to do what? Learn. Again, let me point this out. What's our mindset? We just want out. Don't care what it takes. Don't care what you got to do. Just get out. And we never have that mindset, well, let's learn something from this. Now listen to me. Let me be clear this morning. I am not one of those preachers that teaches you that the only time that God can teach you something and cause you to learn something is He's got to let the devil beat your brains in. No, no, no. Now I know a lot of people preach that. And they think everything that comes their way is a gift from God. No, sometimes... It's not from God. Don't have anything to do with God. Sometimes it's your choices, number one, and then other times it's the enemy trying to steal, kill, and destroy from you. So I'm not, I'm not up here today telling you, I mean, oh, come on, bring on the disease, bring on the trouble, bring on the trial so I can learn something. Uh-uh. That's not what I'm telling you. What I'm telling you is, is that sometimes, somebody say sometimes, sometimes God uses hardships, trials, tests, whatever you want to call them, sometimes He uses those things to teach you to pull something out of you that you need. Now, let me, so let me add on to it like this. If the only time that God can teach you something and to cause you to learn something is that the enemy's got to just beat you up, you're the problem. Wave your hand if you're with me. What, what does that show? That shows that you're hard-headed, stiff-necked, and rebellious. Do I need to go on? So, so let me make it clear. If the only time that God can teach you something, let me tell you, this is, so, well, this is what's so great about God. God can teach you in any circumstance. And he know, but, so, but watch this. He knows the exact circumstance that it will take. Are y'all hearing me? So watch this. Let's, let's just use a, a good example. If God is trying to pull joy out of me and Crockett, the circumstance that He uses to pull joy out of me may not be the same circumstance that He will use for Crockett. Are y'all listening to what I'm saying? So what I'm trying to tell you is, is that yes... Does God teach you with hardships? Yes, He can teach you in hardships. We see right here that He's doing the same thing with Paul. But does it always have to take a hardship to teach you something? No. Okay, let's go on. Alright. But there are times that God uses difficult circumstances to teach us things. Like this. Here's a good example. How many has ever said, I'll never do that again? <laughs> Woo, yeah, I'll never do that again. Now, why would you say something like that? Because you did something you shouldn't have done. Come on. So, watch this. That's as much wisdom as me sitting in here or standing here today teaching you wisdom. Are y'all listening to what I'm saying? You going through a difficult time, you made the wrong decision, you took the wrong step, and you said, and it backfired on you. You said, man, I'll never do that again. 
What did that teach you? Wisdom. And that type of wisdom is just as much wisdom as the wisdom that I'm teaching you right now. So what I'm trying to tell you is, is that God can use the good, the bad, and the ugly to teach you some things. Are y'all listening to me? So here we see that God is not using the good. He's not using, he's not using the, the great to teach Paul. He's using the difficulties to teach Paul. He's using the hardships to teach Paul. Not to destroy him. Come on. Not to wipe him out but to teach him not to lean on his own understanding, but to lean on the understanding that only comes from God. Can somebody say amen? To teach him not to rely on his strength. How many has ever said, Lord, I just can't do it no more? That's because we're leaning on our strength. Instead of doing that, he's teaching us to lean on his strength. Woo. All right, so look here at uh, Deuteronomy 8. Two and three. It says, And you shall remember all the way which the Lord your God led you these forty years in the wilderness. To do what? To humble you. What does the word humble mean? Well, I'm just a nothing and nobody. No. What does the word humble mean? The word humble means to look to God's strength instead of your own. To humble you, to prove you, to know what was in your heart whether you would keep His commandments or no. Verse 3, And He humbled you and suffered you to hunger and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not. Neither did your fathers know that He might make you to know that man does not live by bread only, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God does man live. Now, if there's ever a great example in the Word of God of a people that just wanted a temporary solution, it was the Israelites. Now, you see what God says right here. He says, I've, I tried over and over and over to teach you what I wanted you to learn, and you refused to do it. That word, you see those words, He suffered them to hunger, He suffered them to thirst. Was that saying, now, now was that saying, y'all know the stories, was that saying that God was starving them and causing them to have dehydrate? No. He gave them water from a rock, did He not? He gave them manna from heaven, did He not? But what He did was He forced them to have to rely on Him instead of their own capabilities. So watch this. Every time that they were under pressure, every time that there was a difficulty, what was their response? I want out. I want out. Just get me out of this. And they begin to gripe and complain and do all these things. Why? Because they just wanted a temporary fix. Every time God would give them an opportunity to learn, what would they do instead? Gripe and complain. Now watch this. The Bible even says, I don't have the verse up here, but God said, I purposely took them through the wilderness, not the easy way, but around the hard way, purposely, because if I would have let them go straight to the promised land, He said they would not have fought. In other words, let me say it like this. They would not have been ready for the next level. Is there anybody in here today that's thankful? I know you might not think it right now, but you'll be thankful that God 
prepares you for what He's going to bring forth on your life instead of letting, just throwing you in there unprepared. This is, what, this is exactly what He was doing with the Israelites. See, the word wilderness... Now, we think when we hear the word wilderness, we think a place that's bad, a place that's terrible, right? Dried up, nothing in there, just, just dead things. No, the word wilderness means a place of balance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you going through what you're going through right now? Because God is trying to balance you. God is trying to weigh you out. Because see, some of us have a lot of this right here, but very little of this over here. So what that, what's that going to do? There's no balance. So God is taking us through wilderness places. That's not a bad word. But He's taking us through wilderness places so that we will be balanced out. So, so what we've got to see here is, is that God... Was trying to, he wasn't trying to punish them or make them do without or anything like that. He said what he did. He said, I did it to prove you, to show you who you are, to try to pull what I placed in you out of you, but you refused. I did it to humble you. That word humble means not to rely on yourself, but to rely on God. And he said, You wouldn't do that either. He said, I did it to show you what was in your heart. Instead of pulling out the treasures, instead of letting me pull out the treasures that I locked inside of you, you caused, watch this, you caused your heart to be hardened against me. And you can see the same thing over and over and over again. They just wanted a temporary fix. Now, I wonder how many in here today and watching on Facebook, is that your mentality, a temporary solution? How many know some people in your life that you have to keep bailing out? Now, what is it that you say about them? Why don't they learn? Right? Praise God. Temporary solutions. Every one of us have cried out for them now and again. But you see, what you got to realize is, and what we've heard through this message, is that temporary solutions don't work. Why? Because it makes sure and it guarantees that you're going to be right back there again. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm not interested. If I'm having to go through something and learn something in my development with God... I'm not interested in doing it on repeat over and over and over again. And I know that you feel the same way. So why not say, begin to seek God's face and say, Wait a minute, Lord, what are you trying to show me? What are you wanting me to learn in this season? Because I promise you, God has only your best interest in mind. So that means that if God is trying to get you to learn something, then He's doing it for your own good. In other words, it's something that you need for the next level. God, I just want to get to the next level. I just want to get to, to my breakthrough, to this, to that. Well, guess what? What God is teaching you right now is going to keep you in the breakthrough. I can't say that enough. Temporary solutions do not work. We want permanent ones. 
And sometimes that takes us building our patience. Now, I want to be cautious on that. Now, what we think is patience and what the Word of God says is patience are two different things. We think that patience is just waiting, 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 waiting. That's not patience. When you see the word patience in your Bible, this is what it means. It means to be consistent. So in other words, if you are believing God for something, if you are holding on to the Word, when you have patience, that means that when times are hard and when you feel the pressures, you keep being faithful to the Word, you keep believing, you keep confessing. That is patience. It's not just sitting back saying, well, whenever the Lord chooses to do something. No. So I'm going to pray for you right now that you will begin to let God show you what He's trying to show you in this season, that you may have been bucking, that you may have been resisting, because we've all been there. But I want to pray for you right now because it's time that you get out of your circumstances and situations. But to do that, you've got to throw out temporary solutions. Let's pray. Father, I pray for every person right now, Lord, that is tired. Let's just be real. They're tired. They're frustrated. They're angry. They thought they would have been out by now, and here they are. I pray for them, Lord, because I know that you are trying to show them something. You're trying to teach them something that is very valuable to the purpose that you have for them. And Lord, I pray right now that it is revealed to them and that they will be willing and obedient. You said if we be willing and obedient, we shall eat the good of the land, not just obedient. So I thank you right now, Father, that you have only our best interest. You know exactly what you're doing. So we're going to be steadfast. We're going to trust you. And we're going to be patient or have consistency in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. God's bringing you out of this. I promise you. God's making a way for you. But He's going to do so with you ready and prepared. So I want to take this time to thank everybody who contacts this ministry and lets us know how this program blesses you, how it really helps your spiritual walk. Thank you so much for that. Keep sending them in because you encourage us as well. I want to take this time also to thank our partners, faith partners. Thank you for your continued giving and support, not just financially, but also your prayers. Thank you for praying for this ministry. You help us take this gospel, this good news that everybody needs right now, to as many people as we can. Many ears will hear the Word of God. So we just thank you for this right now. And right now, I want you to keep walking by faith. Be steadfast. Be unmovable. Because I'm telling you, God is making a way for you. I'll see you next week. Be blessed. If you would like to become a faith partner, please contact us at P.O. Box 264, Tazewell, Virginia 24651. You may also reach us at 276-971-2333. You may also request information at AccelerateFaith.org. Our email for faith partners are faithpartner at AccelerateFaith.org as well.
command the lame to walk. We command it in the name of Jesus. The devil is a liar.